In the studio, I've got Marie, your local counsellor therapist. Good morning. Good morning, Aaron and Tamaria Whangaroa. We never have the microphone ready, do we? I know, so. um, this is an ongoing <laughs> thing. People are probably rolling their eyes. <laughs> so uh, we get together every couple of weeks here on the morning show and we talk about uh, things, what's happening in people's lives or, or things like that. And um, something that I've been noticing or been kind of more aware of in the last couple of weeks is that uh, everyone's a bit aggro at the moment. And maybe mm. not everyone, but there's a lot more of it around. Uh, we just had this article um, that I was sent a little uh, earlier this morning. Uh, there are some Muslim men who are going around town with a sign basically saying, ask us, ask us a question about Islam, and uh, they're getting a bit of abuse. In fact, in Raglan they got some, which surprised me. Um, it was a fairly incoherent uh, thing he said. Uh, the guy said, you should write on your sign, bunch of gay effing Muslims. Uh, he said he didn't say effing, obviously. Uh, this Muslim gentleman's response was just to say that um, you shouldn't be homophobic or you can't be homophobic and demeaning of the LGBT community. And uh, he said the guy was a little bit nonplussed by that. So I thought that was quite good because that kind of, he didn't, he didn't meet the anger with more anger. Um, and I don't, like, I'm not, I don't want to be talking about religious issues today, mm. but that's just, I'm surprised that happened in Raglan. And I think, but it does fit in with what I'm hearing around the place that there's just generally more aggro about mm. um, and we're all prone to reacting more strongly than normal yeah I, I would say to things at the moment and there are huge issues that we haven't figured out how to talk to each other about yet mm. like the um, you know the, the, a lot of the stuff that was created around the mandates and people's fears around COVID and, and things like that so I guess the question is how do we get back to at least the way we were like, like, I mean, going through a difficult time, there's always the opportunity for learning as well and learning about yourselves or learning about ourselves. Um, but hmm. but how, how, do we, how do we calm the farm? <laughs> calm the farm, as, as we said off air. Yes. Calm the farm down. We, yeah, it's, well, I think <clears throat> we've all been living on high adrenaline for quite some time, Aaron. And I think, too, that there's been a lid put on people in regards to their um, wanting to know more about COVID and the immunisations. And a lot of time I think people were shut down and being able to question. Yeah, Uh, yeah. And that, that alone can... I mean, that's sitting there in people. So now we've we've moved on a bit, and there's there's other things sort of rising up in our communities or in our society, and and people are angry, um, <clears throat> but they may find that they're not so angry about the situation they're dealing with. That the anger is coming from further back, and unresolved issues in regards to not being able to uh, question or speak out or feel that they can. Um, have a different opinion than other people without being shut down. So there's a lot of um, brokenness out there, broken relationships yeah. and, and, and families and friendships um, that may have been mended now but still hold um, trauma from back here that is, that is starting to get exposed in, in situations that we're looking at now. In, in other ways. So how do you <coughs> – it's – it's like a, it's probably a nationwide thing. It's probably a worldwide thing. Mm. Um, but we well, will just stick with our town, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> but even that's it's a big community in yeah. terms of dealing with something like this. Well, we've also got other 
things that are sitting there that are causing us anxiety in regards to you know food and and the shortages around building supplies and different things that we can't get from overseas now and you know quick time many industries <clears> there are <throat> shortages or price increases or delays mm. like it's not just building industry although that's the it's certainly problematic at the moment mm, we can go into any of the big stores and see that a lot of those shelves are empty or not as full with the uh, array of things we might have been able to choose from before. I suppose some people might find that kind of unsettling to realise how that there's actually some fragility to the system that mm. brings us all, all our needs, mm. like all our food and, and what have you needs are met in the supermarket and for generations it's run perfectly smoothly and then it, all it took, I mean COVID was fairly significant to us personally but we wouldn't have thought it was significant to the global system in a way that we're still struggling mm. to, to catch up yeah you know well <clears throat> we've kind of created a codependency well uh, people just might be feeling uneasy about <laughs> in our society we're, yeah. we're dependent on our government um passing laws or saying what we can and cannot do and so you know if we look at it in relationship we're, we're codependent um, is that a health? That's not a healthy term. No, is not it? very healthy. <laughs> but unfortunately, that's the way our world is run, and we have governments and rulers and and rules coming down from the top. So yeah, we're we're reliant on what is passed and what is said from authority and how we live our lives. So we've become very dependent on a system that has always. I suppose, shown itself to be reliable and now we're finding out it's not as reliable as, as we need it to be because future looking, we're probably going to get shortages in, in many ways. That it should, that should sort itself out. It's just taking a surprisingly mm. long time. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I, this is about the war, isn't it? This is about... Oh, that issue as well. Mm, well, yeah. that That's going to cause... Uh, I mean, there's so that's much a, little eruptions happening around our earth at the moment that we're all kind of sitting on this tender hooks of what's going to happen yeah. next. What's the next thing? The war is happening almost on the exact opposite side of the world from where we are. Like we could, we couldn't be further away from it. Mm. Um, and while it is terrible for the people there, mm. um, as I'm now saying. If you want to feel good, don't pay too much attention to the news. Yep. It's not gonna it's not gonna help at the moment. No, I it don't never, and in fact it, it never it never helps you to feel good. And you might need to feel good to have a sense of hope. Mm. And unfortunately there's not I mean, having the nice little um snippet at the end of the news of a, a Dr. Feelgood story about somebody doing something for somebody else in a community. I mean, that's great to, way to end our news segment, but actually that's not enough to um, wipe out all the negative stuff we've just listened to. <laughs> that, that is annihilating uh, the future that we thought we had. Yeah, and, I know, and I know people think you need to be, it's, it's good to be informed, but what research has shown around the news is you're getting informed about things that are terrible that you have no control over. Mm, that's it. And, 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 and there's not much point being well informed about something you can't alter. Mm. It just makes you, and it does make you feel powerless and hopeless. Mm. Like that, it's mm. been proven that this yeah. is the case. 
And that's how people are, are feeling, I, I imagine, is this powerlessness or hopelessness. And, and that's not a good place to be, obviously, and hopelessness, because once we lose our, our hope, that's not, that's not healthy, obviously. Yeah. We need to have hope. And I, and I agree, we need to probably, well, it's probably healthy for us to be looking at community and, and how we are supporting each other in community because when we look at the wider news, it looks like everything is falling down. You know, there are cracks showing, there are um, terrible things happening all over the world that are, and I'm hearing people saying it all the time, which I don't think is a healthy thing to say around, oh, I haven't got it as bad as such and such, or I'm not, you know, I'm not in the same position as these people are over here, you know, and I'm not going to name places that they're saying. You don't think that's, it. A, that's very helpful? <clears throat> no, because, because <laughs> we can always find something that is worse off than ourselves. that's not going to um, help our situation and, and work through it. All that does is tell us your problem doesn't matter. There's always somebody else's issue or problem that's um, far more worse than yours, so you've got nothing to worry about. That's the message behind it. That's, okay. that's, we know that message. Well, how, how do we know if we've got... <laughs> How do we know if we've got something? We've actually got something to worry about because, uh, because at the moment, more people are worried about more things. But mm. I, but I feel like that's because we're all a bit strung out at the moment, rather than there are, you know, how do how do we know if a problem's a real problem? Well, you've got to get some distance between you and the problem because if you put your hand up to your face, right. Right now, put your hand up to your face and keep it close to your face. So if that's the problem and you're that close to it, all you can see is the problem. So if all you're seeing is the problem, you need to get some distance between you and the problem. And that is uh, not, not fixating on it all the time and allowing more space, you know, you've got to move back from it. So if it's all you can see, you're not going to see anything other than that. There's no going to, not going to be any inspiration for you or any way through because your, your whole focus is on the problem. Uh, so first get some distance. Uh, and that's, 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 I can almost feel people say, how do I get distance between a huge bill that's coming in that I can't pay that's causing me massive stress? Yeah. Um, Mm. That's a difficult one. Of course, it's going to cause you stress, but I guess it's about whether you're willing to lay something down and not allow it to dominate your life and and give yourself permission to move back from it because you've done your best. And if you've done your best in a situation and there's nothing else you can do, you've done your best. You know, there is nothing. You can't get blood from a stone, you know, (laughs) that's that saying. Um, know that you've done your best and and allow situations to work out because if if we get stuck in the problem then then the working out of the situation won't come to you you'll just get so caught up in the feeling of um well it could be overwhelming you know you don't know what to do i'm I'm not going to have any i'm not going to be able to pay this or I'm not going to be able to put food on the table, or I'm not going to be able to drive my kids to school next week, I'm going to have to walk, you know, because I don't have petrol money. All of that is just, all of that, doing that to yourself is going to cause more stress. All of that may be true, but it's not happening right now. So you can only deal with the bit that you've got right now (laughs) at the moment. Um, If you try and think, well, next week and next, next two weeks or next three weeks... 
it's going to be overwhelming for you. It's too much. And, and we all know that anything can change at any time. I mean, I, I've been on the brink. I mean, I remember living in the car with my daughter, having nowhere to live, um, <clears throat> and parking up in my old car in a, in, a, in a park so that we could sleep somewhere for the night. And, th- and, and at, at that point in my life, I would have thought, I don't know what to do. I had nowhere to go. Uh, I only owned a car and what was in it, and, and, and my daughter, which was terrifying. Yes, I had yeah. a family, but I was, I was actually living in um, Taumaranui then. Yeah. Um, and it was like, and I didn't really know many people, but the next day arrived, the sun came up, and I got on and I got, went into town and I started looking for a place to live. And within that day, I had found a place, and, and time went on, and I got a job, and you know, things happen, but if I'd got stuck in that moment and just thought, this is it, if it was all doomsday, I don't know what I would have done from there. You know, yeah. you've got to just deal with one bite at a time, one piece at a time. There's, there's a phrase you used <coughs> earlier in that story where you said, it's one that people say, but it's true. Like you mm. say, I've got these problems, and someone says, well, is it helpful to focus on these problems right now? People might say, but it's true. But And, and the news... Let's say all the news is true. Mm. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to focus on it all the time. No, we, you. I mean, it's not happening to you right now. Yeah, we aren't in war, and I know war is terrible, and we don't want. Nobody wants to experience war, but for us here right now, we're not experiencing that. We're experiencing some of the repercussions of that, but we're not experiencing war. So we've got to focus in back in on our own lives because if we come to outwardly focused, then all those problems out there are just going to back up on our problem. And the other thing too is, like this might be slightly counterintuitive, I don't know, but it's not the only war that's going on. It's the one that's been brought mm, to our attention mm. in the media. There's been a war in Yemen for yeah. a long time now mm. that Saudi Arabia has been doing it, and a lot, and it's been it's gone for longer, and there's been mm. more suffering. It's just not been reported. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know if that, I don't know if that yeah. helps get it in perspective or not, but it is about what's been put in front of our faces. Exactly, because it's having a repercussion on um, our economic. Well, that's because of political decisions made to try to punish Russia economically, and they've backf- they've literally backfired. So it's it's yeah. <laughs> so the, our leaders are not making good decisions at the well, moment either. You know, when I think about the world, and I think, <laughs> that, well, I think knee, about this knee-jerk response, and this is what I'm talking about. We're all mm. knee-jerk responding to everything, and I think our mm. leaders are too. Well, we're sitting in, in like I say, in, in high adrenaline. It's um, nobody can see the future, Aaron, and yeah. all we can do is live in what we've got. Um, and we need to all be living our lives, and we can't live. Uh, in someone else's trauma, okay? We can't, that's not healthy for us. (laughs) If you want to help, then maybe step back from the trauma so you can have some fresh ideas and perspective on how to support maybe and and reach out into that trauma to be uh, helpful towards it rather than being a part of it and just adding to it. If we go around thinking everyone else has got it worse than us, we'll never... Um, look at our own situation and work through it because because our belief system tells us that someone else has got it worse, so just suck it up and carry on. 
Um, but actually, we need to refocus and and look at our own nucleus, our own, um, you know, where we're living, our families and our communities, and how can I support and grow that so long term we can support each other. So, how do we get back to the the starting question, which is, I'm I'm seen, and maybe I'm the only one seen this, but but I'm seeing a lot of aggro in the community more than normal, mm. people overreacting. Mm. Um, how do we get, how do we soothe the community or how do we soothe, mm. I guess we have to soothe ourselves on an individual basis. Mm. So we need to be very careful, eh, because self, we can self-soothe and, and you know, the, the alcohol problem. Uh, I wasn't meaning program. that. <laughs> well, that's what we end up doing because, uh, yeah, honestly, that's not, that's what, not no. what I'm advising. No, no. And and I was. Uh, what's what was the guy that did the alcohol? What was his name? The um, presenter. Um, Oh. The comedian, yeah, is he? No, no, the no. reporter. That did oh, Patrick the, Gower, you were yeah, talking about we, that when you came yes, in. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, unfortunately, when we're trying to avoid something, that's what we—it's often the band aid we look for. And yeah, I'd hate us to see us go that way. Uh, so I was really pleased to see the the program on TV the other night. So he's has he opened up about his personal experience? Yeah, he did, yeah. Uh, and he stopped drinking um, because of the, of of his own studies and in doing the program. Obviously, uh, whether he stops long term, we it's up to him. But for yeah. now, he's he's not drinking, and you can actually see the difference in him. It's quite amazing. Yeah. Um, the spark in him is more sparky, right? You know, yeah, uh, yeah. he seems to be, and he looks healthier. Uh, but what I really liked was, um, I think, just how it felt very normal for him to to get off work and go for a drink. You know, that was his relaxing, his way of relaxing. And and for many in our society, that that's what's happened is like we're trying to look for the band aid. To, to survive the stresses that we're, we're experiencing. <clears throat> Unfortunately, that's just going to cost more money <laughs> and, and yeah. probably more stresses. So to, for us to be present is not easy, is what I'm noticing in our societies. Like we're often want, wanting to avoid and dissociate and move away from rather than moving into. Well, what... Is he doing something different now instead of going to have a drink after work? Because I mean, he's he's mm. in the news, and we're just talking mm. about how the how overloading yourself with negative news mm. doesn't really help your state of mind. Yeah, your, he was, your sense of hope, you mm. know. He was still going out, but just not drinking. Okay. So he was still putting himself in those environments, but he just wasn't drinking. Yeah, yeah which I so think a few people are doing that now because because we want to be social, but yeah. um, unfortunately, in our um, Unwisdom? Is there an unwisdom word? <laughs> all there are, left- they're all very, insult- they're very insulting, and we don't want to insult <laughs> our. our we, uh, we seem to all we've culture. got in our, you know, in our nightlife is is alcohol based things that we do. I mean, uh, where was it? Oh, just we need more activities that are user friendly that don't have to be something that you know alcohol induced. So. And we look at sports, or we look at we have pubs, or we have sports. You know, you're you're one or the other. Um, 
I remember my mum talking about the milk bars when, when she was growing up and they had the milk bars then and, yeah. and all the youth would go there and it would be their place to go and hang out, no alcohol. Do you know Orca has, if you look at the, the parapet wall above Orca, it actually says Raglan Centennial Milk Bar on it. Yes. Yeah, well, most people That's have right. seen that. Maybe some people haven't seen it. And they late, wouldn't know, yeah. I mean, and they had, um, you know, rock and roll back then and, and obviously the... the you know, we, the record players, we'd put some money yeah. in and, and the record would play a music that you wanted to hear. And it was a whole scene, but it wasn't, it wasn't alcohol induced. It was about, you know, meeting together and, and, and being together and, and whatever else from there. But for, for our younger people and even for adults who don't want to drink or aren't, aren't that way in, inclined or maybe not sporty, there's not a lot out there. Um, that we have that yeah gives us something to do. Yeah, I mean, we do have, <clears throat> like, I've, I've reflected on how Maui Dolphin Day, like, I, I was thinking, you know, everyone's stressed out and, and sort of angry with each other. Mm. Not everyone, but you know, that's the, the way you say it. Um, but something like Maui Dolphin Day was a great event just to make the community feel good about itself. Yeah. And that's six months away. But we do have, I mean, this weekend we've got the first Matariki celebration. It's Matariki um, public holiday on Friday and on Sunday, four to seven downtown. We've been talking about this on the radio. It's a community event, and that could be something good. I think these for things the community are great. To come together and just enjoy yeah. enjoy each other, I guess. And break the atmosphere. You know, you can tell an atmosphere that's got doom and gloom over it. It's you can feel it. It's like when you walk into a room, and it, you can feel when something doesn't feel right. You know, and to break an atmosphere like that, you know, lots of um, movement, lots of sound, that's good sound, and, 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 and laughter and chatter, you know, yeah. breaks an atmosphere. So, yeah, I think this is great that we can, more community things that we can do that come together and celebrate community or celebrate uh, seeing each other and you know like Anzac Day everyone we love Anzac Day because of because of what it means but also because we all get to walk around after, afterwards downtown you say hello to people and it just brings con- connection to community I also think that the, what it means what it means specifically might not be so important as the fact that it means the same thing to a lot of people mm. and, and that you know everyone is feels a connection to to that issue one way or another, maybe mm. coming at it from different angles, but, but we all know it's somehow important. And I think just all being on the same wavelength for a moment is, is, <clears throat> is good. And I know not everybody is, but a lot of people are. And for the people there, it's good. I think it's good for us to look up, Aaron, because yep. often we're looking down. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of the mood we're in. We're looking down and, and looking on, the, on a dirty footpath doesn't raise our spirits very much. So looking up into the sky, into the night sky, I mean, it does something for us. I think that's incredible. We realise this is we live in an amazing place and there are so many things we don't know. We have no idea about. We're just looking at some twinkly things in the sky and yet... Those are massive, is what we're looking at. Um, it puts it in perspective a little bit. Uh, hopefully people will fall back in love with life <laughs> and wanting to live and realise, like I say a lot of time on here, that life's a journey. Um, you know, we don't want to take it too seriously because we can get stuck in places and, and stop moving. And we need to keep moving through our journey and experience what we're experiencing uh, in the best way that we can, even when it's 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 um, saddening for us or it's uh, 
grief. There's grief, you know. Um, better to be experiencing something than not experiencing it because it says you're alive, you know. When you're experiencing something, thank goodness for that <laughs> because you've got life in you and that's, that's the most precious thing we've got. So how for, for people who maybe are finding as an individual they feel like, yeah, I am, I am overreacting a bit more than I normally do, mm. um, how do you and it might be for different reasons that we've been talking about, but how do you talk yourself down? Mm. Or well, how do you get yourself mm. into a different headspace? Mm. How do you, what do you do? Well, I think that's the first key is recognising that you're overreacting. I mean, if you, if you don't recognise it, you're probably going to continue to do it and people are going to withdraw from you or not want to be around you so much. But noticing when you are overreacting is yay, because now you can do something with it. Now you've got a awareness. So self-care is really, really important. Um, caring for self, you know. Um, it's If you're overreacting, it's because it's a bit like something that's really wound up, obviously. You know, it doesn't take much for it to go... Uh, ping, <laughs> and everything comes apart. So these are just warning signs for you to notice that actually I'm not in the most healthiest place right now. What can I do for me that's going to be uh, help to calm my system down because I'm reacting at everything? What about if we know that we're feeling angry mm. but we're saying that this issue is really important and I need other members of my family or my friends mm. or other members of the community to get on board with this thing that's mm. that's really important. Mm. Um, yeah. And and it's and you you know you're angry, you know it's important, you know it's not good for the relationships. Mm. Where do you where do you go from there? Is it important? Is it mm. as important is it as important as relationships? Mm. Well, I mean, is and who's it important to? Is it just important to you or is it important to for people to know or be informed about something because you're actually concerned for them, so You've got to question yourself who's, who's, you know. But a lot of people don't. Like, let's talk about the mandates then. People, okay. A lot of people don't want your concern. I'm concerned that you're having a vaccine you shouldn't be or I'm concerned that you're not having a vaccine and you should be. Mm. Those conversations haven't been going well. People feel very strongly <laughs> and, uh, and are very convinced and the person they're talking to feels equally strongly and equally convinced the opposite way. And it does seem important because yeah. it's, because it's all around us, the issue's been all around us, and, and maybe some people are withdrawing from this now. Mm. But yeah, but we still, I notice we still can't really talk to each other about about this issue either. We just kind of put it aside. Yeah. Um, but but how do you when the, when the issue feels so important, and you really want to make something happen around it, and it's having disastrous consequences in terms of your relationships? Where do you go? Well, I guess we've got to give ourselves some grace over this because none of us were expecting it or knew what to do. So, of course, we made mistakes through it. Nobody had the blueprint on how to do this. And if they did, they were pretty selfish for not giving it <laughs> out. They were telling us. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, we've been so hard on ourselves. And, and like I say, spread some grace around you know, forgive people for the things they didn't know at the time. Allow allow some, um, yeah, 
uh, sorries to come in, in in regards to, hey, I only knew what I knew at the time. Now I'm informed a bit more or, or I'm sticking to what I know because that's how I, this is what I believe. And that's okay. That's fine. Um, I mean, for me personally, I'm, I'm still feeling quite stressed around this because, you know, the health sector, we still have to be vaccinated and get boosters and... Is it boosters where, forever? I guess where that's does the question it, you're Where asking. does it ever stop? And yeah. I'm at the crossroads myself right now with, with all of this. Um, you see, for, it's kind of a non-issue for a lot of us, but for mm. you, where you're working in the, in the mental health sector, mm. just because, not because, because it comes into the category of health or because... Because it's not real; it's not physical health. I have no idea. I just know I get a a, a, a red alert saying, um, right, basically because of the work that I do. Uh, yeah, I have to. Um, I guess bureaucratically, get a they've, they've drawn a line and said things on this side, no worries. Things on this <laughs> side, you've got to have a booster, and it, and the line might not be in the right place, but it, the line's been drawn and the bureaucracy's underway. Yeah, but for some be, of us, you know, yeah, and for some of us, I mean when everyone was on on this um on the same wagon, we're all in this together. Now it seems like there's just a few of us and our voice feels even smaller um now and you feel you just got to do what you got to do to 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 keep going. Um yeah, it's it's not a it's definitely not an even relationship there. No, no it's not. <laughs> so yeah, we all have our stresses that, that we are dealing with. Um, but but even for me to deal with this, if I, I guess if I was really angry about it all, you know, I would have typed off some email by now with a lot of anger in it. And and but I'm trying to work through it and and. Uh, work it to the best that I possibly can. I'll try my best, and if that doesn't fails, well, I guess I'll do what has to be done, so I can do the work that I that I do. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But I'm not going to let it define my life, Aaron. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not the end for me. I'm still going to live my life and experience what happens and what comes in the future, um, and I don't know what that's going to be, but. At least I'll be alive to experience it. Hopefully, <laughs> whatever that may be. I mean, you know, when I when I say things like that, it is about our attitude. You know, I, straight away I'm thinking about this guy that you know we've seen online. He has no arms or legs, and he does motivational speaking. Oh yeah, you know? and I look at that. I've guy. seen him. He's super inspiring. He's yeah. incredible. And funny isn't he? too. He's funny. Yeah. You know, that's what we need. Um, this guy. You know, all odds against him. And still he's living his life. He's living his life. He's doing his best. And I'm sure he has many obstacles in his way. We may may never know about those obstacles, but his attitude towards everything he does is about the life that he has, regardless of no legs and no arms. He's alive. And, man, he's, he's using every part of his life to let people know this and bring them into an experience of... It doesn't have to be doomsday. There is more, you know, and there is more. You know, I tell people there is more to what's just happening right now. This isn't the – I said this last time, it's not the end of the story, and it is certainly not. Um, And don't – again, I saw something, and I'm sure I'm going to explain this right. I saw something on on Facebook there. I see a lot of things on Facebook, huh? On the other day, um, I don't want to go to my grave – was it um, intact and um, something else? I want to go and um, I want to go and sliding in um, 
<laughs> but you know, I kind of I can't remember what it was, but I I looked at it and I laughed and I thought that's the way I want to do life. I don't want to go intact like you know got everything right or whatever. I want to slide in, man. I I I, I did my best in yeah. every situation, regardless of how difficult it was. Um, if I'm going to go to the grave, it's going to go well. You know, I did my best. <laughs> I guess with the, these things that seem so important that that. It's creating separation between us. Like, I've—I mean, I guess I've been through that already in some ways because people who listen to the radio for a long time might remember. It's probably about two people now. Yeah. You know, under the radar show, the alternative news show. I remember. I had, and I was. Do you actually remember? I, I do. Was, three people. <laughs> um, the and I was, and I would be kind of angry about stuff, and and that. But the issues were so important. I th- I've got to tell people about it. I, something's got to be done about it. And I got heavily involved in the GE stuff, and and. and they talk about activist burnout, mm. and in the end, I've concluded that the even though the work seems important and and ethically important to to also you can't just stand by and you see a bad thing happening, you can't just stand by and mm. let it hap- happen. In the end, everyone gets burned out, mm. and and I have to conclude that that we were doing it wrong. Mm. If if you're getting burned out, mm. um, fighting these fights, then maybe. Fighting is not the way to do it, mm. you know. And I'm not saying I have an answer, a solution to what is what is the, the alternative way to do it. But but if we're burning ourselves out and and ruining our relationships, there may be these important things we have to ha- we have to find another way to handle them. And that that's I, and I don't have an answer to that, but mm. that I feel like a lot of people are finding that. Well, at this the is it, and and when you and I can see when you say you know I don't have an answer for that for that, and I can I can see how that is affecting you, you know, because and oh, like and often we don't well because of course we want answers, but I tell you where you will find answers to the solu- answers to the solutions that you may have in your present life. So the things that you do have control over. You can give answers to. They may not be the answers that you might want to give, but at least you have control there, and you're looking at problems that you have no control over. And then we talk about it with others, and then they have no control over it, but we feel the stress of that problem that we have no control over. So the problems that probably are more healthy for us to work through, we're avoiding because we're so focused on these other ones that we leave our home alone, (laughs) the things that we need to be dealing with. Yeah. Well, I think, to be honest, I think I had the ability to not feel the stress of it, mm. um, which didn't mean it wasn't affecting me. And that's, what, and that's what leads to, for a lot of us, chronic health problems later on is because, uh, this is my understanding now, mm. we've just been parking the emotional stuff, mm. but it's actually not parked outside of our body. Well, this is it. And um, our memories contain those emotions. So if if we've still got stress through COVID and now we are experiencing, you know, high prices and, and you know, no housing, <coughs> sorry, or, you know, um, high petrol costs, you know, we, we're now dealing with, um, oh, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's gone. You left us in the misery of high petrol prices and the housing crisis. Oh, there, we go, there, there we go. Because don't we, go to the problem. <laughs> yeah, you just got overwhelmed by the problem. No, overwhelmed by it. Well, it's too overwhelming, and we can't. We we can't. You can't fix any of that. You can only deal with what what's coming in in your hand with the money that you've got and with the situation you're dealing with. That that problem 
you have some control over. Even if you feel like it's out of control, still you have some control over that. Yeah. yeah. Whereas these other ones are totally out of your control. And so our focus can move from what we, what we can deal with to what we can't deal with. And, and we're dealing with stre- – that's what I was going to say. We're dealing with stresses that are coming through COVID and, and the high prices and everything that we're looking at now. So those stresses back in COVID are still sitting in us. Do you know, I, I could see what people do. They go, they go like, I can't pay this bill this week. And the petrol prices are really high. And yeah. there's a war in Ukraine, mm. and there's the climate crisis. Like you're in that mind where yeah. all you can all you can see is that stuff. And it's, then you do this, you're just like, ah, and that's where we lose hope. Marie was physically recoiling from my little <laughs> <laughs> because it is <laughs> like that. There. We can keep jamming up the 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 airwaves with all of the stuff that's toxic for us. It's not it's not healthy. Um, yes, all those things are happening. Yes, we may get affected by them in certain ways. Um, we're not in the war. We're not over there facing that. We're here dealing with what we're dealing with. And, and so you've got to get some perspective on that because we don't want to lose our families over this. We don't want to lose, um, you know, we don't want our kids to hear our sense of hopelessness either as we do family and, and the things we're talking about that are happening out there because everyone is impacted by that and those little ears that are hearing all those stresses, they are hearing it and yeah. they know our parents are stressed and there's a repercussion of that that starts to actually affect the family unit. So we want to be protective of, of what we're bringing into our families, you know, how we're speaking into this, you know, what our kids are hearing in, in regards to... Um, the stresses the parents might be dealing with because we're the adults, you know. Yeah. We don't want our kids taking on what we're dealing with. So we need to have more hope out there. Yes, there are stresses, but it's going to be okay. And I know that people are going to say, but it's not okay. Yeah, well, I was living in a car once. <laughs> it's yes. going to be okay. You will get to the next step. You will get to the next place that you want to get to. Um, it may not look the way that you thought it was going to look, but that's okay, you know, it's just, it, you're going to land somewhere, you're not going to land nowhere. I, th- I think the thing I've learned finally at 50 is that, like, I used to have all that information and it was all mm. terribly accurate, mm. but that's, that's not the point. Looking at the facts, looking mm. at the facts is not the point, I think, of what, what I want to say. The, the point is that if you focus on all the negative stuff and you get yourself into a negative headspace and you lose your sense of hope, mm. you can't... You can't even plan your way out of it. I think that's the no. thing. Like, it, like information comes with an emotional component, whatever it is. And if you, and if and you to plan for the future, you've got to have a sense of hope. And like you say, you've got to mm. when you're out, look up around. Yeah. Like we're in a beautiful place. Oh my gosh! And, and I know I can know the difference walking along the main road. I can look at the footpath. I can look up around, <laughs> and I can see. Especially on that road, you can see everywhere. Mm. Um, and it is a different feeling. It is. And, and, you might, and you might have to do that for a while and then come back to trying to make decisions. That's really good advice because until we've felt what it feels like to not feel stress, we don't know how stressed we are. Yeah. And you may be far more stressed than you realise because if we give ourselves a moment to experience something new that isn't full of all the stuff that's that we're sitting in, then that gives us an, uh, an aha moment, a Phew, moment, a fresh air moment, a breath of fresh air. And we need to experience this more and more so that we don't get so caught up in the negativity that we forget 
that we've still got amazing oxygen around us that we can breathe. We've got sunshine and water and and we've got nature and we've got people. And people, we, you know, we, we tend to think that people can be scary, that we can't talk to each other anymore. Don't believe it. It's a lie. We, we are born to be in relationship and, and discussions can still happen. We can have healthy discussions don't don't get caught up in the in the narrative that we aren't we can't talk about things anymore because the more we hear that the more we believe it so my encouragement would be to say let's talk let's talk about that yeah, yeah it's going to yeah it's, it's, i can hear that stressful for you that sounds yeah it sounds really difficult man i totally get that because it's been difficult here for me too you know let's have conversations and you know, you brought up about the Muslim um, people coming in and, and obviously wanting to express... This one asked me a question about Islam. Yeah, like... Yeah, um, to create some understanding. Yeah, like, there's just, these are human beings. These are... What separates us? Colour? Culture? Um, but our blood runs the same and I'm, they've got two arms and, well, maybe, or, or a heart. Let's say that we've definitely got a heart and we're a brain. Just, we're just talking about <laughs> someone with, who had no arms and legs. It's pretty rare. <laughs> Very rare, but we do have a heart and a brain that keeps us well. We've got one of those. So, you know, we under the skin, we are all the same. Yeah, yeah. And we do have, we were talking about community events before, and I'll just remind people about the Matariki community celebration between 4 and 7 on down Bow Street, down... Um, they're closing off the bit of Bow Street between Wainui Road and the, the library, that area there. And there's going to be things, some storytelling, live music, fire spinning. Yeah. It's interesting. Children's storytelling as well, an open mic space and food stalls and, and things like that. And uh, if you're worried about feeling cold, the Good George is opening the gates and turning on the heater so uh, our komato, our senior citizens, can, oh. can have somewhere warm to sit and, and enjoy. I don't quite make well. that group yet. No, sorry, Marie, not you. <laughs> And it's, Maybe I can be get in through friendship <laughs> terms. Relationship. Um, and also we're going to broadcast live from there. We won't broadcast everything, that, all the music and every single thing, but we're going to be broadcasting live like we did at Maui Yay. Day last year. This so if you can't great. make it, you can sort of still get a feel for the vibe of what's happening. Hey, and, and look, we need this. We need this good vibe. We need to be getting out and smiling and realising that actually we are in this together. Um, honestly, the more we can pull together... To get through this as a community, uh, the healthier we will be as people because we'll look at resources we didn't know existed before. That's the thing with um, when we are stretched to our limit. If we are, if we allow ourselves, we we will find ways to get through. Um, if if we're not strong enough, we, of course we will need others to support us. But. The human spirit, believe me, it's extremely strong, and we've we've been in such a codependent relationship that we have watered ourselves down, so that we don't know how to do anything outside of what we know. Um, I remember not long ago, think you know, hearing somebody, "What if the power goes out? What do I do? Well, do you know how to light a fire?" Like you know, we forget that we we've got other avenues to create something yeah. because we've been so reliant on a system. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Hey, folks, we've been talking to Marie Harworth, it's our local councillor therapist, in every couple of weeks. And uh, good talking to you. Thank you. Yeah. Good talking to you, too. And, and, and May, and look, I'm just, yeah, I'm really hopeful for this day coming up. Yeah. I encourage people to get out, do community, have some fun, get a sense of what that's like again, absorb it, make that the focus, and, and, 
and yeah. try and live through, live some life 